In the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Good morning. So on December 7, 1914, Pope Benedict XV called for a ceasefire. He called for a ceasefire to a world war that had no end in sight. But all the world leaders rejected this ceasefire. But a ceasefire occurred nonetheless. The soldiers simply stopped fighting. And there were letters written by the soldiers to their families that spoke about what happened on Christmas Day, 1914. As the fighting had stopped for that day, there were the German soldiers started singing Silent Night in German. And then at the end, they all started cheering and, you know, wishing each other a Merry Christmas. And when they were done, the British side started singing Silent Night in English. And when they were done, there was a German soldier who shouted Merry Christmas in English. To which a British soldier replied, Merry Christmas, in German. After a while, two of the German soldiers got out of their trenches and started walking towards the British side. At first, they thought it was going to be a surprise attack. But once they realized that they had no weapons with them, some of the British guys got up too. They embraced each other, they hugged each other, they exchanged gifts, and they started singing Christmas carols together. In the mix of the bloodiest war, that the world had ever seen up to that point. In the mix of the chaos, and the mix of death, everything stood silent for a birth of a baby 1,900 years prior. What is so special about the birth of a baby in Bethlehem? The first thing we must acknowledge is that Jesus wasn't so much born as he was sent. Jesus is eternal. He was always there. Jesus was not created on Christmas Day. Rather, he was sent to free us from our sins. He was sent to free us from our battles. We might not be at war like the soldiers in the story, but everyone has their own battle. Anxiety, depression, every study says it's at an all-time high. It's especially high during Christmas. Christmas is a celebration, right? Why are we so stressed? Another thing we're battling is this culture. There are a lot of people that want to take Christ or Christ out of Christmas. Christmas has become more of a cultural thing rather than a Christian thing. I read an article a couple years ago where there was this dispute out in California. And this synagogue had a menorah outside, you know, their synagogue. And menorah is, is a thing that has the eight candles. And in the Jewish tradition, they celebrate it during Hanukkah. And it's always around Christmas time. But the judge said, you can't have that there, because according to the city ordinances, you can't have a religious symbol in a public display. And they're like, there are Christmas trees everywhere we look. How come the Christians can have Christmas, uh, Christmas trees out? And the judge ruled that the Christmas tree is no longer a religious symbol. It's a cultural symbol. That's the world we live in. They tell us, don't say Merry Christmas. We need to say a Happy Holiday. Don't call it a Christmas tree. Call it a holiday tree. What holiday are we celebrating? I don't know. We're going to call it a holiday tree, right? And I know many of us are trying to fight this, right? We're trying to stop people to redefine what Christmas really is. And we shout with joy, like, keep Christ in Christmas. Or Jesus is the reason for the season. Maybe we don't shout it, but we do post on it on Facebook, which is great, right? We still 
out there were still proclaiming the good news. But even with that battle, there is one even greater. And this one is not as hard to see. It's not as evident as the first two that I outlined earlier. And this is the battle of the heart. We all know how busy Christmas time can be. From shopping for presents, are we going to make pacha or biryani? Who are we going to go visit? What are we going to buy? What kind of presents are we going to get the kids? Right? All this stuff that's going on in our mind. Where is Christ? And that's the battle we should be fighting. We should be fighting to limit these distractions that keep our minds away from the true meaning of Jesus, of, of this holiday, of Christmas, of Jesus coming into our hearts. We need to focus on welcoming Jesus into our minds and our hearts. St. Bernard of Clairvaux speaks of the three comings of Jesus. You know, Jesus came in the incarnation when God became man, when Jesus took flesh, when he was born in Bethlehem, Christmas Day, we celebrate the first coming of Christ. And then as Christians, we hope for the second coming of Christ. On the last day, we're awaiting for our Messiah to come back. But St. Clairvaux speaks of a, of a third one. And that's where Jesus comes in our hearts. See, in the first, Jesus comes in the flesh. Right? In the second, he will come in glory. But in the third, he comes in spirit and power. He comes in the Eucharist to dwell in us and to transform us. On Christmas Day next week, we will celebrate the first coming of Jesus. Then we hope for the second coming of Jesus. But daily, my brothers and sisters, daily we should be celebrating the third coming of Jesus into our hearts. To welcome him into our lives every single day. To welcome him in every aspect of our life, in every thought, in every speech. Jesus should be welcomed into our life. We shouldn't be just excited about the gifts that we are about to receive, but the fact that Jesus, the greatest gift to the world, became one of us 2,000 years ago. And it's kind of ironic, even on his birthday, we're the ones receiving gifts. So I have a challenge for everyone here today. This Christmas, instead of just receiving a gift, Think about a gift we can offer to Jesus. I don't know what that gift may be. You know, Jesus could be calling everyone to something different. It could be just as easy as spending more time with your family. Maybe praying a rosary together. Or maybe do an act of charity. Help the poor. Maybe tell Shamash his homily was great after Mass. That's an act of charity, right? I'm obviously joking, but just, I really highly encourage you, sometime during the week, Take a moment. Thank God for everything that he's done for us. Thank him for coming down and becoming, like God became man. He became one of us. What a gift. Thank him and then ask him, what can I do for you this Christmas holiday, this Christmas season? You know, we're all going to wake up Christmas morning and we're going to go to our Christmas trees and we're going to open our gifts but let us always remember that the greatest gift we have ever received sits under this tree, the tree of life. 